Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. It's Angela Yee, and my friends from the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI holds a special place in my heart. USVI is truly a magical place and a -a one-of-a-kind travel destination. From USVI's amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and breathtaking beaches, USVI has everything you could ever want in a vacation. Did you know that you don't need a passport to travel to the USVI when traveling from within the U.S.? It's so easy. No passport is required when traveling from the U.S., making travel hassle-free. I didn't have my passport because of the pandemic, and I definitely made it over to St. John. Be sure to add the U.S. Virgin Islands to your list of places to vacation this year. USVI is one of those must-see places. Start planning your next getaway to St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Way up. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm here. And Jasmine from the Jasmine brand is here. Yes. And it's a Wealth Wednesday. So you know my Wealth Wednesday partner, Stacey Tisdale, is here. Happy Wealth Wednesday. We're going to go way up with Miss Jennifer today. <laughs> yes. Jennifer Streaks is here. Financial expert. Yes. Somebody who, by the way, I follow and read all the links to all of your articles and look at all your tips that you do on Twitter all the time. Thank you so much. She's awesome. <laughs> so it's a pleasure to have you in studio now. Uh, people just did their taxes and some people are getting returns. Some people did them earlier because they knew they were getting returns. Mm -hmm. And one question, and I want to ask you this, that people ask me a lot is if I get a chunk of money, mm -hmm. what should I do with it? The first thing you should do is get out of debt. I mean, that is the first thing. No vacation, no new hair, no mm. new lashes. Damn. Get out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So many of us are carrying just lingering credit card debt, and we think as long as we make the minimum or just a little bit over the minimum, it's fine, but it's not. You're going to stay in that debt. It's going to stay on your credit report, and it's going to hamper any of your future financial plans. So the best thing that you can do is really concentrate on getting out of debt. What about student loan debt? Should we just wait and see if they... <sighs> cancel it or should we you know be think, trying to pay that off <laughs> i think everybody is waiting to see if they cancel it that would be great but you should also work on getting out of student loan debt it is the lowest interest rate you'll probably have in terms of debt but that doesn't mean you just let it sit there forever i know people who are in their 60s and 70s that are still paying student loan debt it comes to bear when you want to buy a home when you want to get a car it's part of your financial profile so you want to reduce that debt as well do you do you think that you should um, kind of chip away more at your mortgage if you have a mortgage? Uh, I would get out of credit card debt first mm -hmm. because that is the high. That's probably going to be the higher interest rate. interest rate. Yeah. So always take care of your high interest rate debt first. Okay. And I hear mortgage is good debt. <laughs> mortgage is good debt. Now, if you have, if you can chunk 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 away at it. If you can get it down, maybe reduce your payment. That's fine. But it's not an emergency. Okay. To pay it off. What about in situations where credit card debt is crazy right now? I think mm -hmm. sometimes up to 20%. Interest right. rates are high. Because interest yeah, rates are so high. Exactly. Someone asked me this the other day. If they should take a personal loan mm. that they can get from their bank at around 8.5% mm -hmm. to pay off credit card debt. It's a, tricky, <laughs> it's a tricky question. That's exactly that, what it, yeah. it's a tricky question because you don't, you know, taking out a loan is still taking out a loan and everything that comes with that. But, but a lower interest. It, but, it's, right. but it's the difference in interest rates is incredible. That's the thing. It's the difference in interest rates. I would almost try to do a balance transfer mm. because they're still offering 0% interest. I've done that. So, to transfer to another card that has 0% exactly. interest for a period of time. For a right. period of mm -hmm. time. That is the clincher for a period of time. And really make sure you pay off all that debt before that intro period expires. Because if you don't, then the interest starts to accrue. And it will accrue, accrue on the first balance, not what you owe. So if you can get into a situation where there is zero interest, then do that. The next thing, if you get a personal loan for like 8% and you have a credit card, that's 19%, 21 22%, then, of course, that might be the better option, too. We jumped right in with debt here, and we always <laughs> like to provide people with resources, mm -hmm. and everybody knows Angela and I are part of a credit-building initiative called StellarFi that helps you build credit. And mm -hmm. I also wanted to say that when you sign up for StellarFi at StellarFi.com, very mm -hmm. important to us, you get free one-on-one -on -one 
credit counseling because Perfect. that's you know this is hard to do alone mm-hmm. but talk to us a little bit right now with this uh, situation in the economy mm-hmm. tighter interest rates what we saw with uh, Silicon Valley Bank yes. people are going to have a much harder time getting loans and getting credit access to credit right now is tough and that's why you really need to have a good credit score anything over they say starting at 680, but you really need to be in the 700s yeah. if there's something that you need for credit. <clears throat> I would even hold off, you know, the housing market is a little wonky right now. I would hold off on trying to buy a home. Really focus on two things, getting out of debt, getting your credit score up. Those are the two most advantageous moves that you can make right now. Now, I want to ask you about something that I saw in the news. And okay. sometimes, depending on what outlet you get your news from, mm-hmm. I, I sometimes am like, okay, let me see if this is true. And then I try to go to the White House website to mm-hmm. understand this better. Um, but this is about, um, if you're looking to buy a home, mortgages are going to be changing starting May 1st, right? right? Mm-hmm. And it says, upfront fees for loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will be adjusted uh, because of changes in the loan level price adjustments. The fees that vary from borrower to borrower based on their credit scores, uh, types of homes and more. And then they said that if you actually have um, higher credit scores, you may end up paying more, Mm -hmm. while people with lower credit scores will pay less. Right. Is that true? I saw that, and it is true. And Mm -hmm. listen, I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. I do. I think it's about time. (laughs) I know. For For those that have worked on their credit score, (laughs) yes, you're mad. You're like, I can't believe this. What was the point of it? Still hold on to that good credit score. But for those that are a little wobbly and you still want to be able to buy a home, it's not fair. It's almost like you're being penalized. There are so many uh, institutional racism in terms of the financial system, especially when it comes to minorities. We have been sort of not getting the best information, resources. It's just starting now where you can get good credit for paying everyday bills like your cell phone. Uh, your cable. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. So, yes, if it's going to cost you a little bit less because your credit is not the best, I think that's fine because you're also going to be in a better position to actually pay that bill because your bill will be lower and improve your credit at the same time. So I have no problem with that. And that credit score is going to help you in other things you want to do. Correct. So I have no problem with that. Right, because I saw, but what if you just work so hard to get your credit score up? <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to be penalized. Yeah. Like, Wonderful for you. You're, you're not being penalized. penalized. You're not being penalized. <laughs> well, I mean, it feels like it. Okay. I don't think you're being penalized. The, the way that they, because it's the way, that's why I'm asking you, because it's the way it's presented. Right. right? Yeah. The it way is. it's presented is like, I have better credit, now I have to pay more than someone who has less, who has worse credit. I don't think that that's really going to be how it works out. I know mm-hmm. that's how it's worded right now, but okay. you're not being penalized for having bad for having good credit. Someone who has a little less good credit is not going to be penalized. Okay. Their interest rate is going to be lower, so it's going to be cool better with that for part. them. I'm yeah, cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to pay more. I don't okay. want to pay more. No. Yeah. I just like to clear those things up because, like I said, I look at certain outlets and mm-hmm. I know that Correct. people read a headline mm-hmm. and they don't understand it. And that's exactly. the gotcha headline. But always wait until you are actually in front of the banker to really see what it's going to work out to be. But it's something that's going to help people who have yeah. that less yeah. good credit score. It's still not going to be that someone who has bad credit is going to be able to go in and get X, Y, and Z. It's not going to work like that. But if you have maybe a 620, a 640, a 615, you may now be able to do something financial. And that's the design. That was the point of it is to help people with lower Lower credit. credit. So it's not really meant to be like a diss to people on higher credit. Correct. It's it's not going to take 
any of that. No. So you're bringing up financial literacy. It's Financial yeah. Literacy Month, and you and I talk about this a lot mm-hmm. in uh, financial literacy in our community. Yes. And talk about how not only how important it is, but also how it's changing. Well, I think you and I discussed how important it is to have people that look like us talking about money. Mm-hmm. I've always heard that financial planning is for rich white people or only certain people have good credit. And that just cannot be the case anymore. Just looking at the housing market that we're in, looking at how credit card interest rates are just skyrocketing, you have got to have good credit. When we think about the layoffs that are occurring, you have got to have an emergency fund. So I think in my work and what really drew me to this is knowing that my work matters. Mm-hmm. And when some people see someone who looks like me and they're like, okay, she's talking about money. Maybe I need to look at my IRA. Maybe I need to make sure my credit is okay. If it's important to her and she's black, then it's important to the black community. And that's really what keeps me going day to day. That's really where Wealth Wednesdays came from. Because right. you and I both come from mainstream media. Correct. And I remember um, when I was a business reporter for CBS, there mm-hmm. were some Southern affiliates that simply would not air my reports. Mm-hmm. And I still have where I'm a contributor at some of the mainstream outlets. If I want to tell a story about all the exciting things going on in the black economy and stuff, the mainstream media outlets still don't, they're not interested in those stories. Correct. So it was like, okay, build it ourselves. But yeah. There's really a tale of two economies going on here because when you hear in the media, we're still always talking about our gaps yes. and our lacks yeah. and being at the bottom. Right. But that's so much more is going on in the black economy. Largest number of first-time investors to the stock market. I can't believe mm-hmm. some of the people who come on Wealth Wednesdays, the mm-hmm. wealth And so many black women that are starting their own businesses. Yeah. Investment groups. Investment That's groups. what I'm trying to yeah. do. <laughs> and uh, honestly, like, uh, you know, I'm doing this deal, and Stacy, you know about it, and Jasmine has invested in it also, mm-hmm. you know, to buy a property. But part of why I do certain things even though it can be scary for me at times, it's because I like to go through the process so I can explain it mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. and let people see that you can do it. So part of it is not just me wanting to do it like for myself, but also to encourage other people like, mm-hmm. okay, let's do this. Let's get our girls involved. Let's have these conversations. Correct. Let's document it. Let's show how it got done. Let's show all the mistakes that we made so that other people don't make them and things that I learned along the way. And so I, I try to do that. And that's part of me doing this next investment is for me to be able to be like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't like to tell people to do things that I haven't done or that I don't know how to do. Good. You know? Very good. Are people seeing you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you like embody everything that we're trying to teach people and people just seeing, look at Angela Yee, she's a black woman, seeing you do this, that total... You built it. I mean, you've, you're an inspiration to so many people just by doing the things that you do. Now, I have a question about this, all right, mm-hmm. as we're talking about also because I do want to discuss saving for retirement. Okay. Right? That's something that's really important. I think about that all the time. Now, I have a family member. I'm not going to say who it is, but she's just like, look, I'm going to just keep on spending this money because... I can't even pay off these bills anyway, and so who cares, you know? But then you also have to think about what happens when you're not with us anymore. Where does that money, that debt go? Mm -hmm. Oh, the debt? Oh, it's still on your credit report. You still have a credit report. It's not active. Mm -hmm. You're not, no one's using it, but it's still there. And if they want to, they can come against your estate if they really want to do that. You're getting into estate planning. Yeah. People don't, they don't realize that. that. They think, oh, well, you know, I'm 70 years old, I'm 75, or this person's deceased. If it 
is in their interest, if it's a large enough debt, if they are annoyed enough with you, they can try to come against your estate. And that goes into when you see these um, GoFundMes for funerals and things like that. That can extend to now we need money to clear up this debt or this person mm-hmm. died owing taxes. I mean, the debt doesn't necessarily go away just because you're no longer here. It now just becomes a burden for someone else. Well, t- let's talk about that for a minute. Where well, we really want us to start doing some more on estate planning. Our, mm-hmm. our community really has a disconnect here. Right in terms of it's not just you, you're leaving it for other people to have to clean up. Mm-hmm. And we don't take about, you know, talk about estate planning and it really just turns into a nightmare. It can, it can, because you should have your retirement set up. You should have, you know, life insurance. You should have a will. And life, in, you should have life insurance. I don't care if it's $20,000. Mm-hmm. That is gonna cover your funeral you know, more than likely. And it doesn't cost, you can get it for like nothing. Nothing, for nothing. And also if you have any bills, you know, and just think about that. What bills do I have? Do I still have a mortgage? Do I still have some credit cards? Do I still um, have a car note? You know, and all that should be part of your estate plan. You should have a list. This is what's owed. This is what's left. This is what's going to cover it. If I still, if I, if I, I don't even want to say that, but if I leave this earth or whatever, and I know I have $15,000 in bills left, I should have an insurance policy that can cover that. Mm-hmm. And you hear people who've worked so hard to do the right thing by their, you know, by their families, mm-hmm. give their kids the best opportunity, right. and then something happens to them, and all of a sudden, you know, you're becoming a huge financial burden. Right. Correct. That's children. the last thing you want to leave Life behind. insurance. Thing. Yeah. And Jasmine, you have life insurance? I do not have life, life insurance. You're going to get, get her set up. Get yeah, I got out to do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> she really will, too, by yeah. the way. Everything mm-hmm. we, we say, she's like, all right, I have to take care of that. I'll yeah, do I'll do it. it. Yeah, I'll put it on my to-do list. Yeah, And, and, and I have a child, insurance. so I definitely need life insurance. And yes. disability insurance, you have, like, what, a seven times greater chance of becoming disabled than you do a premature death. Long-term care insurance. Which, All of that stuff can just, um, I remember my, when my father passed away, he left everything mm. in such great order and it was oh, still nice. challenging mm-hmm. and he was, you know, in good financial shape, but all of a sudden when he couldn't work anymore and he got sick and he couldn't get long-term care insurance because he was mm-hmm. a diabetic, right. it's just $16,000 a month out of pocket and you just oh. watch everything he worked for and he lived for three years wow yeah. and that's and the that thing. happens yeah. too that's the norm now because people are getting sandwiched between having older parents and younger kids and that's that's what's going to happen and you can just take little steps like life insurance long term care insurance now that make all the difference and the lo- the earlier you get life insurance the better right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's easier to get yeah. right. once you start to get um, on the other side of like 45 50 55 it's harder once you start to deal with Health issues like high blood pressure and things of that nature, it's harder and it's going to be more expensive. But, you know, my father, when he had uh, hip replacement surgery, I don't know what kind of insurance he has, but everything was covered. Wow. I mean, even like he pays, it Uh is, he pays like for pills, $2 for the prescription. Yeah. You know, just that really good back in the day life insurance that our parents had, our grandparents had that we'll never see. Right. But you've got to set yourself up so you are not leaving this burden behind for your family. And a lot of times people won't even know where those bills are. Mm -hmm. It's not until they start cleaning the house out or the phone starts ringing or someone shows up to the front door and says, you know, they owe this. Oh, well, they're no longer here. We don't care. They still owe this money. And now it just becomes this headache. I have a major insurance hack. Okay. People don't like to think about, obviously, their child and life insurance in the same 
right. sentence. Right. If you buy a life insurance policy for your child when they're a baby in their name, it can turn out to be the best financial decision you ever got made. One, they're healthy. Mm-hmm. Two, you can buy life insurance policies that have a cash building value. Mm-hmm. So essentially, mm-hmm. the policies investing in the stock market, that's money they can borrow against to pay for college mm-hmm. and type of things. Getting a life insurance policy in your child's name while they're young. And when they get older, they might have health issues that make it harder for them to get life insurance. It's one of the best financial moves. We got one for my son, and by the time he's 40, the cash value in that will have built up to a couple hundred thousand dollars he can use for a down payment on a house. Correct. Mm-hmm. He can borrow against. But we have. if you go to TeamWealthWednesdays.com, we have a lot of resources and a lot of information, but a lot of get a life insurance policy for your child in your child's exactly. name. Exactly. Now, Jennifer, let me ask you this. As mm-hmm. earlier, you were talking about get rid of that debt, right? If you get a chunk of money, that's mm-hmm. the first thing you should concentrate on. How do you invest when you have debt, because sometimes you feel like, well, I got to get rid of this debt, but I also want to start thinking about saving for the future. I want to have a Roth IRA. I want to have a 401k, but I do have these bills I have to take care of that are a huge burden on me. You have to prioritize your financial wishes. So the first thing you're going to do is get out of debt. The next thing is the emergency fund. Okay, you have to have that first. Then if you are going to invest you know, do that IRA, you do a small chunk at a time because the first thing you want to do is get out of debt. There is no, it makes no sense to me. And I have people ask me these questions all the time. They want to invest in the stock market or I heard about this stock or I want to do this. And I'm like, you have $25,000 in credit card debt. Put first things first, get out of debt, get that off of you. And if you want to start investing, open up an IRA, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Start by putting, you know, $20, $40, Fifty dollars. It still add, still adds up. And is that it can come straight out of your check? Yes, right? and that's get the, the best te- thing. Yeah. The automatic deposit. You build a habit of saving, and it grows. I mean, I tell people this all the time. If you want to do that, even with your emergency fund over time, put it in a bank or an account where you don't have access to it, where you don't have the ATM card. Once you, once it's coming out of your check, you can't miss what you never had. It's like it was never there. Right. Okay. That, that's what I did when I started my Roth IRA. Exactly. And it yeah. builds $50. over time. Exactly. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. $50. <laughs> and then everything else goes into debt elimination. Mm-hmm. And when people hear, oh my gosh, I should have three to six months in an mm-hmm. emergency fund, they're mm-hmm. like, I could never do that. I'm living paycheck. I said, you paycheck. said nine months. I know, nine that's months. right. Nine, <laughs> months. nine, nine months. months. I say nine yeah. months okay. because like, it, it doesn't have to happen all at all once. All overnight. Yeah. The reason why I say nine months is because, say, you get laid off, mm-hmm. okay, um, just for numbers' sake. You're making $60,000, $80,000 a year plus benefits. You're not going to immediately jump into a job at that level again. Right now. Right. Then, so you need mm-hmm. to have enough funds in your emergency fund to cover you for a, an extended period of time because it takes time to find another certain type of job. And again, when some people hear this, they're just going to, they're this, this is why it glosses over mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. because how am I ever going to save that much money? How am I ever going to invest that much money? Over time. It, it it does, you don't have to do it overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And you can't have one source of income. That's another tip that, oh you, my gosh. that yes. you give. You must have multiple sources of income and that's why I preach the side hustle. You must have a side hustle. There's something anybody can do. You can read resumes, read scripts. You can help people develop 
resumes. You can run DoorDash. You can do Uber Eats, but you just have to be dedicated to developing another source of income Mm -hmm. because that's money that you can put in savings. That's money that can help towards debt elimination. That's money that you can put into your retirement. Yeah, it was a humbling experience when I bought my first house. I definitely was doing any and everything like as a side hustle Mm -hmm. that I could to be able to save up the money to do that. But for me, it works for me to set a goal of -hmm. what it is that I'm trying to do. And it it makes you feel better. Like, okay, I'm doing this because I have this goal that I'm trying to obtain. And so I know I just have to work really hard doing all these side things. That's right. Because And then once I got into the house... I was able to chill a little. <laughs> <laughs> What's your side hustle? Writing the book, like the book, writing or- the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a financial contributor to the Grio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use my voice and my pen mm-hmm. as my side hustle. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you see me writing anything, I've probably been paid for it. Okay, so and that's it for me. Okay. She's written for Forbes. Mm-hmm. She's written for Business Black Insider, Black Enterprise, CNBC. And the book, CNBC. Thrive Affordably. Affordably mm-hmm. Your month-to-month guide to mm-hmm. living your best life without breaking the bank. And I think, you know, people have to have digestible information in small chunks. And so it is. It's a month-to-month guide. So January, February, March, all the way through December. And what I like about it, like, say, for instance, you got it today. Tax season is just over with. What should you be doing now that you filed your taxes? Right. You, If you're getting any money back, as I stated earlier, debt elimination, emergency fund. And I discuss topics like that so that you have the steps to take because some people they just don't know where to get started Mm -hmm. and that sort of like immobilizes them and understand this is not an overnight process it might take you a year to get financially stable get your credit up 100 points get you know two months three months emergency fund together pay off you know debt and that's okay it's when you think I have to have five thousand dollars right now today. That is going to bring stress and anxiety, and you're going to say, "How can I do that? I'm not going to go do to that. Vegas." And each little, <laughs> <laughs> and while you're in Vegas, each little step will make you feel better. Each little success each little will make step. you feel better. Exactly. That'll help your mindset. That'll help your choices. And black mm-hmm. people have come so far and yeah. created so much wealth in the face of such challenging odds. They shouldn't feel that they're lack or behind the eight ball on anything. We just have to. Do it in community. Do it in community. Yeah, when I have a goal, sacrificing isn't bad. I was just saying right now I'm, like, having to really budget myself mm-hmm. just because of this um, property, that the big investment that we're doing. Jasmine was like, we should have went to the fight in Vegas. I was like, no, no I'm staying home. <laughs> but she still, wants to, she still wants to send me links to buy things. Have you ever... On sale. Yeah. Have you ever had any um, challenges in your personal finances, like when you were, you know, coming up? or And can you share one of those and how oh, you kind of... Yeah. Got Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> writing for some entities <laughs> can be, you know, when it's time to get paid can be you know, problematic. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I was all freelance at one point and I'm waiting, you know, waiting for this check, waiting for this check. And it was a serious check. It was going to pay, you know, some serious bills. I'm like, oh, my God, what in the world? And do you know it went bankrupt? Oh, God, no. Okay, no, not, no, she went all the way off the deep end. No, like, no. I got another small job until that, it was like six weeks. Mm. They had told me two. Mm. It was six weeks. I think I've written for that publication. I think you have. And I mean, oh, my God, when I tell you I wanted to be at that front desk just shaking somebody down for money. That's a long difference in time. That's when you got things to pay for. That's what I'm saying. That's That's a a little Yeah, I got a a small little job to, you know, tide me over. 
But you know, it like like you said, it can be a humbling experience when you have to find money. Mm-hmm. When you think that you know, I go to work every day. I have these credentials. I did this. I did a good job. But for some reason my money is lagging a little bit. Yeah. It can be a humbling experience, but you have to be focused. You have to have a goal and you just have to say, I have to keep moving. And so I'm not going to let this be a setback. And I didn't. And don't you hate as a financial journalist, everyone mm-hmm. thinks your, your finances are perfect. Right. I'm like, but no. that you're swimming in money. It's because I'm learning as I'm helping you. And for me, the most compelling part of all of it was the psychology of it mm-hmm. because it was just per- challenges I ran into myself, right. mm-hmm. but it's not. And things are always changing, too. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. You know, we see what the housing market is like right now. We see the interest rates yes. being so high. So, you know, it's, it's always hard. The stock market, that's unpredictable. It right. is. It is. You can't let any of this stuff define you. That's the most important or financial lesson. That's right. Yeah, just don't let it define you. It's only money. Now, Jennifer, one of the articles that you wrote mm-hmm. was... the. Um, People making the same money mistakes oh, over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us some of those money mistakes that people make that you've witnessed? Oh, my gosh. All thinking, first of all, not getting started. First and foremost, just not getting started, feeling overwhelmed. Uh, another thing, carrying debt, not really attacking that debt and just letting it linger, paying the minimum on any sort of debt obligation that you have, uh, thinking that you need all this upfront money, not investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And just not taking control of your financial obligations and your financial security. Right. Um, I think you made a comment earlier about a family member that says, well, I have all this debt. It's not going anyway. I'm just going to keep yeah, spending who, money. I can't even pay this. It's too much because it can feel overwhelming. When it can feel I, overwhelming. There's no way I can pay mm-hmm. this. And it's so many of us that avoid the phone. Yep. That avoid the mailbox. <laughs> and that <laughs> yeah. is the last thing that you should be doing. You should be getting on the phone with your creditors and saying, look, I want to make this right right i want can we get on a payment plan is there a lump sum that i can pay you especially if you're behind you'd be surprised creditors want to get paid mm-hmm. okay you owe them three thousand look i have fifteen hundred dollars today right now i can western union you because a lot of times they pay pennies on the dollar correct to get that credit mm-hmm. to, and then you pay them and they're still going to make some money off right. of it correct correct and they might say yes you know and just keep going don't give up don't think that it's overwhelming and that you can't do it. So everyone had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, that's a lot of great information, right. I feel like, for us to... And, Jennifer, you got to come back up. Thank you. I know we've been talking about doing some things together, mm-hmm. so this was all really helpful, especially right now when people are getting those checks mm-hmm. and people are trying to figure out, what should I do with my tech? People ask me, like, hey, I just got this little money. You right. know, what should I do with it? I never want to give anybody advice. Like, <laughs> I don't know, know what, what your do. financial situation <laughs> is. For sure. Yeah. Um, what you should do with your money, you know. But I can tell you, like, certain things that I'm doing mm-hmm. um, as I'm doing them and let you know what works for me. But one thing that you got to do is know your credit score and know what's That's on your right. credit report. Yeah. That's right. That's one thing for real. I mean, it's never going to be bad to have a good credit score. That's always going to work for you in any situation, even with trying to get an apartment, mm-hmm. getting a cell phone. You, you think it's something that's small. Some uh, health insurance companies even mm-hmm. pull your credit score. Yeah. So it's never going to be a bad thing to have a good credit score. And what about one last thing I wanted to ask you, since mm-hmm. Stacy first brought up everything that was happening with the banks mm-hmm. um, and how much money you should have in the bank. Because mm-hmm. some people are just like saving, saving, savings. I just want to put my money in the bank, have this money just in case something happens. I'm just stacking my money, I'm not wanting to make a move with it. I just want to keep it. right. And then we saw what happened. And some people are saying, they have several bank accounts right. 
And they spread their money through that because the FDIC only insures up to $250,000. That's it. All right. So so that is, people should have more than one bank account. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. If you are someone that's fortunate enough to have over $250,000, do not put it in that one account. The FDIC only insures up to $250,000. So if you're at three hundred. dollars Four hundred, five hundred, two fifty-two. Okay, <laughs> I can take it you know what's outside of that two hundred fifty thousand is in jeopardy. Right. But what about if you don't have two hundred fifty thousand? Mm-hmm. Should you have more than one bank account? You should still have more than one bank account. I have three bank accounts: mm-hmm. one for everyday expenses, one for travel, and one for my savings. Like okay, five. Know. See, so there you go. And then the one with the savings is the furthest away from me. I don't have an ATM bank card to it at all. I have to de-link that. Yeah, I have nothing <laughs> at all. And, uh, money that goes into that account is automatically taken out of my check. Okay. So I don't even see it. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is great, informative. I'm always learning. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for closing so out much. Financial Literacy yes. Month. And we tried to bring everybody some great information and uh, really appreciate you. And make sure this you pick up great. Jennifer Streaks' book, Thrive Affordably of course. <laughs> yes. And you your can get that month on guide it. to live your best life without breaking the bank. Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yes. Thank you guys so much. This was great. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Reels to Trails Conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.